Morning, everybody. Wow, it's great to see a full house this morning. Going to come to celebrate uh, this Christmas season, and uh, I just want to share a few thoughts with you. I don't know if you saw the news this morning. Is this on? Uh, so do the other one. One. That is on. Just uh, news this morning, just uh, from Indonesia, tsunami. It's taken lives. 220 people have just checked before I came on the platform. Uh, dead. Um, about 800 injured, thousands others homeless. Um, you know, we're just going to pray. And uh, we've got our missionaries who work um, in uh, Indonesia and uh, who will be on the ground there, who may be even in danger this morning. Um, we're just going to pray for those people. Father, we just thank you, Lord. Uh, Lord, that you, Lord, know everybody on this planet, Lord. It's an amazing thing, Father. We thank you that you know everyone. And so we pray today for our friends, our brothers and sisters, Lord. Lord, in Indonesia, Lord. Lord, who are again, Lord, so shortly after the last uh, disaster, Lord, and now suffering again. And we just pray, Lord, that you would uh, just be with that, that nation today. Father, as they recover, Lord, as they have to bury loved ones, as they have to uh, try and resolve uh, infrastructure and all that stuff, Lord, we just pray that you would, Lord, be with, Lord, men and women, Lord, who are in distress today. We pray, Lord, for provision for them. We pray, God, Lord, for, uh, Lord, uh, aid agencies, Lord, be able to come and help, Lord, rebuild. Lord, we just uh, recognize, Lord, Lord, that the days are, Lord, indeed precarious, Lord. And Father, we just uh, recognize, Lord, this world, Lord, needs hope. So we just pray hope, Lord, into that nation today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. Well, it's been a great service together. Um, Hope you enjoyed our theatrics. We had a right fun making that movie, honestly. Um, I just want to share for a few moments this morning... uh, just from John 3 verse 16, the PowerPoint will come up in just a moment. Um, uh, just, just this well-known verse, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Hey, that's what Christmas is all about right there. That's why we're here today. That's what this is, is really about, why we gathered to sing, why we sing these amazing songs, these amazing carols, while we hear testimonies of changed lives. It's really because Jesus has come into the world. And, uh, you know, for us, that's not just a uh, Christmas um, little message. It's not just something nice. It's not just a baby in a manger, although we love all those things. For us, it's this unique story of the creator of the world coming into the world as a fragile baby himself, being born uh, to a woman and to a man and coming into this world with purpose. And, uh, you know, that's the, the reflection of John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And uh, so when we come to Christmas time, it's about recognizing that the creator of the world became a creation. That's an amazing thing, isn't it? That God took on the form of a person. The omnipotent power of the universe was reduced to feeling just like you do or did this morning when you got up. You know, that whole kind of like, oh, you know, he he took on the very form that you had. He understood what it meant to be tired and weary. He understood what it meant to be hungry, to be weak. He understood those things. Those things, he understood what it meant to be disappointed, just like you did. This is the incredible story of Christmas. And all these energy, all this energy that we see around us, all the lights and the, the tinkle and the twinkle and all of that stuff, all the songs, all the presents, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a cause that we try and find some meaning in, but the meaning is behind it, and that is that God has come into the world. 
That's what we believe today. You know, we're not here just because we're religious. We're not here because we've got nothing better to do the day before Christmas. Um, you know, we're here because we believe that God came into the world and therefore history changed that night all those years ago. That history changed and that because history changed, life even for us changes today. That's the hope of the Christian church. That's the hope of the message. This is a revelation of a God who cares for us. John Gospel says this, he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all those who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. You know, I love the story of the birth of Jesus. It's got everything in it, hasn't it? It's got, you know, uh, the humble young woman. It's got the rough carpenter, as you saw, portrayed so elegantly in the video. It's got the, uh, you know, uh, social rejects, Dan and Matthew, don't mean. It's got people who are sitting on the fringes of society who have no hope. But the gospel, the message of the Messiah included them. It's got the wise and, and uh, intelligent, mystical, wise men, magi, who were, who were maybe just educated and looking for someone. It pulls them all together and they gather around the baby trying to make sense of what they're seeing. Trying to understand what this revelation is about. And you know, for us today, that, that's why we're here. We're here to try and make sense of what the baby has to say to us today. What the message of Christmas is. And I just want to pick up three great themes from this, story, uh, this verse, John 3.16, for us today. And very simple, but they're the Christmas story in a nutshell. Firstly is this, his coming is the greatest love story that's ever been known. For God so loved the world... That he gave his one and only son. Wow. Hey, it doesn't get better than that. God loves you today. I, I don't know what you're here for today. I don't know if you're here because it's traditional Christmas. I don't know here because you've just wandered in. I don't know if you're here because it was raining and you wanted to get off the street. All those are fine reasons as far as we're concerned. It doesn't matter. But the message to you is, is that God loves you. His coming is the greatest love story you could ever hear about today. Because he came because the Father, God in heaven, loves the world and wanted them to know and receive him. The revelation of the Bible is that God loves the world. These songs that we sing is about God coming to reveal the love of the world. Uh, the love of God to the world. The message of the Bible is that God loves you. He loves the person next to you. He loves the neighbor that irritates you. He loves the guy at work who annoys you. He loves the person you think is the worst person in the world. He loves them. And so Jesus came all those years ago because he saw through the superficiality of our affection and he loved each one of us with an everlasting love. And that love is why Jesus came. That is the greatest news of Christmas. Paul says it like this, I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with the Lord's people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. That's how much God loves you today. You are loved by him. And I know even on this, Chris, uh, this, this carol service morning, when the bad things are happening in the world, people say, well, if God loves us, why do bad things happen? Friends, bad things happen because we're in a broken world that is full of chaos and disorder. And we want to blame God for everything that happens that's wrong in the world. But the truth is we know it's not his fault. 
And this world is full of disease and decay and it surrounds us. And it doesn't, we're not immune from it as Christians. We feel it in our lives, we see it. But all those things don't deny the love of God who stepped into the world to reveal his love for us. And so today I want to encourage you to understand that he loved you so much that he sent his son to die for you. The Bible says God demonstrates his love in this. It doesn't say he demonstrates his love in this, that while you were alive, you'd have no problems. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say he demonstrates his love in this, that he answers all your prayers and gives you everything you ever want. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say he demonstrates his love by giving you what you want under the tree this Christmas. It doesn't say that. It says he demonstrates his love by sending his son to die on a cross for you. See, that's love, that God would exchange his son for the hope of seeing you saved. Friends, I don't understand that kind of love. I'm not sure. I have two sons, and I don't think I'd give any of them for any of you. How about you? But God gave his son for people who had rejected him, for people who had not responded to him. What a love story. Jesus came to show that God loves us. He did it by healing the sick, by feeding the hungry, by showing grace and compassion to those who didn't deserve it. He did it to show that the Father loves us. The manger is God telling us that he's interested and he loves our lives. That he doesn't come and judge us from a distance and just dismiss us, but that he comes to rescue and to save and to change our lives. I don't know what your expectations are this Christmas Because Christmas can be a hard time for some people. But I want to tell you that God loves you. Wherever you're at, whatever's going on, whatever you're feeling, whatever the pain you're carrying, God loves you. Secondly, his coming is the greatest rescue mission ever planned. I was thinking this morning about uh, the Chilean miners. Anybody remember that story? Those 33 men trapped underground for weeks. And we knew they were there in this amazing international rescue. It was like Thunderbirds, wasn't it? And all of a sudden, people were flying in from all over the world and coming up with strategies. And they started digging these two uh, shafts. And one of them came through. And all of a sudden, I stayed up all night watching them come out, pop out one by one, just thinking, can this really be happening? What an amazing thing this is. Just earlier this year, was it, we saw those boys trapped in a cave in Thailand. And again, the world mobilized to come and rescue People who are in peril, I want you to understand, friends, Jesus' coming is the greatest rescue ever. Because in heaven, God made a plan to save people who were broken and away from him. Wow. I want you to think about it. God in heaven started to think, you know what? I need to bring this world. The Bible says even before you were born, God was planning to rescue you. Even before he, we were understood, it, it blows our minds because we don't understand it. But this is what it means. Did you pick it up in the readings? A savior has been born. Not just a master, not just a lord, but a savior. The baby in the manger came to save people. Friends, if he came to save people, it means that we needed saving. See, instantly the message of the manger stops just being a message of, ah, oh, there. It becomes a message of, actually... This baby has come into the world with a purpose and a destiny that is going to lead to a cross 
that is going to lead to a transformation, that is going to lead to something. He came to rescue people who were broken. It says, whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. That's an amazing word, perish. We don't like that word, do we? And yet we all know that we will die. Now just this year, we've lost some of our congregation, precious brothers and sisters in Christ. They've gone into heaven. Just today, people have lost all over the world. People are in peril. And Jesus came so that the peril of life could lead to eternal life. He came to save people from the trauma and tragedy of this world. You're thinking I'm being overdramatic, but listen to what Jesus says when he stands up to start his ministry. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. It sounds like a rescue mission to me. Jesus came into the world with a conscious awareness that he was coming to save men and women. That was why he came. That was why he put up with the indignity of coming as a baby born into the world. Because he wanted to walk through the world and to give himself as a rescue for men and women who did not know the Father's love. See, the Bible teaches us that We are all in peril of being separated from God. It's the great theme of the scripture. It's the great theme of what it means to be a Christian. That we might be united again with God. That we might know his love. That the things that have separated our lives, the sin and the separation, the guilt of our attitudes towards even one another, never mind God that have made us come under the judgment of God. Jesus died for those so that actually we could have a right relationship with him. He came to save. See, the Bible says that all of us are in peril. We don't like that word, but it says all of us are in peril. It says that if we don't believe in Christ Jesus, we are condemned already because we have rejected God's provision. Of our salvation for him. The mission of the son of God coming as a baby. Was the start of this rescue plan. See the Bible says for God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. That's Jesus. And through Jesus to reconcile to himself all things. Whether things on earth or things in heaven. By making peace through his blood. Shed on the cross. Like every great hero, Jesus sacrificed himself. But unlike every hero, his sacrifice saved the world. Saved the world. And that's why this Christmas time, in in the midst of all the, uh, the fun and laughter, in the midst of all the presents and all of that stuff which we love, actually... We need to understand that his coming wasn't just so that we could coo at a baby in a manger and laugh at the story, but that we'd understand that actually Jesus came because there was real peril involved in your life and mine. He came to save the lost. And then number three, his coming is the greatest offer that's ever been made. That whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. His coming is the greatest offer 
See, the Christmas story is a bit of a cliffhanger in an individual basis because each of us get to decide what we do with the baby in the manger. Each of us get to decide how we're going to respond. Each of us get to decide whether we'll believe in him or whether we won't. It's an individual decision. It's not something I can do for you. It's not something other people can do. We can't just say, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to be saved and everybody else makes about the choice with them. It's you saying, you know what? I believe. I believe in Jesus. The scary thing is, friends, some people find it easy to believe in Santa Claus than they do Jesus. We find it easy to believe in a fantasy rather than a fact. Someone who did live and who did give himself as a sacrifice for the sins of the world. And so each of us have to receive the offer. It says whoever believes him, whoever receives him are given the gift of eternal life. The message of Christmas is not will you give a gift to someone you love, as great as that is. It's will you believe in the gift that God has given to you, his son, Jesus Christ. Will you believe in this Jesus, the Jesus who the angels proclaimed, the Jesus who the shepherds celebrated, the Jesus who the wise men traveled hundreds of miles to see, the Jesus who Herod tried to kill because he was so afraid of what he would do, the Jesus who Mary and Joseph pondered about, the Jesus who opened the eyes of the blind and healed the sick, who fed the 5,000, who turned water into wine, who spoke words of life like no one else. The Jesus who died on a cross and who came back to life three days later and who was seen by over 500 of his contemporaries before he ascended into heaven. Will you believe in Jesus? It's the greatest offer ever made. Because for those who believed in him, they have the right to become children of God. Born not of a man or a woman's decision, but born by the Spirit of God and given life in him, in Jesus' name. This Christmas, that great offer is yours. Will you believe? Let's pray. Band, would you come back, please? We're going to sing just a moment. You know, today, it's just great to celebrate with you. It's great to have so many visitors with us. Great to have so many regulars with us. And, you know, we're going to leave this church in just a moment, this building, and go out and get into the busyness of of Christmas season, coming to celebrate who Jesus is, coming to celebrate with family and friends. I just want to say these three things. His coming is the greatest love story ever told. God loves you and has a plan for your life. It's the greatest rescue mission ever conceived that God in heaven planned to send his son to die so that you and I could have a relationship again with him and could have hope of eternal life with him it's the greatest opportunity the greatest offer ever made will you respond to Jesus Christ Will you put your faith in him? And maybe today you're ready to do that. Maybe you're saying, you know what, Dave, I'm absolutely there. I believe you. And maybe today you're just uh, not quite sure. You're saying, you know, I want to believe. It's like Mulder and Scully in the X-Files. I want to believe. But maybe all kinds of stuff has happened. I just want to pray for you today. Saying, Dave, Pastor Dave, I want to believe in this baby. 
but so much stuff has happened, I'm not sure. Could it really be the case that God loves me? Could it really be the case that all my stuff, all the baggage that I carry can be dealt with by Jesus Christ? I really want to believe that. Would you pray for me? If that's you today, just as we come to sing our last song, just our heads about it. If that's you, I just want you to slip your hand up and say, Pastor, would you pray for me? Yeah, I see those hands. Thank you. Yeah, you can put them down again. Thank you. Father, I just pray, Lord, for those who've responded to you this morning. Lord, those who, Lord, want to put their faith in you. Lord, I know, Lord, that, Lord, it's a big step. I know, Lord, it's a bit scary. Lord, I just pray for those this morning. I pray, God, that you'd reveal yourself to them. I pray, God, that in their situation, Lord, in their uh, Lord, context this Christmas, Lord, as they, Lord, have fun, as they laugh, as they talk, as they think about life, as they enjoy, Lord, what this world has. I pray, Father, that they would just come to know and to believe in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And I pray that, Lord, they would find that they do not perish, but they will have everlasting life that comes from you. So I just pray your blessing upon them. Lord, we thank you, Father, for your presence here today. We thank you, Lord, for this Christmas season. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you-